Welcome back, listeners, to our third episode of Trio Talks. I'm your host, Sierra McCaskill. In this episode, we get an exclusive look of what college life has been like for seniors Namdi Iguanwu and Danasia Phillips, and how what they've done has led them to receiving the prestigious distinction of the Mizzou 39 Award. The Mizzou 39 Award is presented by the Mizzou Alumni Association and is granted to the top 39 students of the senior class. These seniors are chosen based on their academic achievement, leadership, and service to the Mizzou community and beyond. Each student comes from a unique background and have a different story on how their achievements have led them to receiving this award. Please join me as I delve into the college careers of Namdi Iguanwu and Danasia Phillips and give a brief overview of TRIO senior and Mizzou 39 recipient Tiana Bass and her recent accomplishments. All right. Thank you, Namdi, for joining me today. How of are course. you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, well, my name is Namdi Iguanwu. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm a journalism major with an emphasis in convergence television reporting. Um, and I basically describe that as like broadcast journalism plus multimedia journalism. If like mm. if they had a baby, that's what I'm studying. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so the Mizzou 39 Award is based on academic achievement, leadership, and service. Um, how do you feel that you've emulated these pillars? Um, I think as far as academic achievement goes, I've spent a lot of my time here trying to find the best ways, you know, to refine my own study skills. I definitely utilize a lot of my trio resources, so I was very much so involved with tutoring. Um, I sat down and did one of those, I forgot the name, but one of those little studying budget plans that they help you make at the trio office. Um, I was very vocal with teachers if I didn't understand something. Back when I was taking college algebra, when that was a required course, I was in my teacher's office hours all the time. Like, he knew my face. Um, but all that paid off because I got an A in that class. And I was one of the very few people, I don't know if you've heard the horror stories of college yeah. algebra, um, but I managed to get an A. And that's all because, you know, I kind of was always taught from a young age to strive for academic excellence. That should always be the goal. And so that's kind of ingrained with me. Um, leadership is something that another principle that my parent has always kind of made sure um, to educate me on and encourage me to do. When I say that, it's there's always been like, why, why follow the crap and you can lead it? What's a way you can kind of leave your mark wherever you are? What's a way you can make things better? Mm-hmm. So in everything I've done, whether that's, you know, helping out with the campus television station or, you know, assisting with the National Association of Black Journalists, I've tried to find a way to make things better when I leave, try to find a way to leave my mark. And a lot of times that ends up looking like me leading, leading some kind of initiative, leading some kind of group. Um, so I think that's something as a freshman, when you hear the word leader, you kind of panic. But I found that I think when you just realize all it means is just thinking of ideas and going forward with them, we can all be leaders, you know? Right. Um, and service, I've always tried to give back. I think that's the essence of everything we need to do. Always give back to the community that helps you. So with TRIO, I was a TRIO mentor. And with that, I would work with um, other students who may have been, you know, struggling during their time at college or just honestly could use an extra hand. And I would try to sit with them, you know, encourage them to meet with teachers or if it's tutoring they need to see if I can help them. Um, sometimes they were journalism majors, so that was sometimes better because I, I could literally take them under my wing and, you know, bring introduce them to different faculty members, you know, bring them to the advising office, let them come with me to KOMU. If it makes their time here easier, if I can do that, Anyway, I will. Like, I'll try to help. Um, With traditional volunteering, as far as, like, community service and going out and cleaning, NABJ um, does a lot of volunteer work. So they've given me the opportunity to actually, like, you know, 
have hands-on experiences where I have a shovel in my hand and we're shoveling that, you know, dirt for the local park or we're helping, you know, plant food for the local um, compost farm. So definitely have had different opportunities to give back and I definitely try to take as many as I can because I think that really is the the essence, the reason why we're all here is because someone helped us. So you have to help, you know, someone else yeah. give back. That's a really awesome take on it. Um, so before receiving the award, did you ever think that you would get recognition for all that you do on campus? I don't know if I ever thought I would. I don't even, I don't know if I looked for recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's probably like the, oh, stop it. You know you want a recognition. <laughs> but no, I think with everything I did, in the time that I'm doing it, I don't really think of, oh, I hope one day someone notices me, you know? Oh. I didn't, you know, try to do things with NABJ or try to do things with TRIO or try to be an ambassador for the journalism school or all the different things I did because I was hoping eventually I'd get an award. It was more so at the end of all of those experiences when that was an opportunity and I read the qualifications and I realized, you know, I think I may be a fit for this. Um, I'm happy I got it, but I don't think anything I did was intentionally um, geared towards trying to get some sort of recognition. Right. Awesome. Um, So uh, with all of that being said, what are your plans for after graduation? (sighs) Aren't we trying to figure that out? Um, (laughs) I've had a couple different offers uh, within the journalism field that I'm pretty excited about. Um, Small and big. Some are different local television reporting jobs that are um, in smaller cities. Um, Another offer is for a pretty... um, cool and prominent journalism organization based in New York slash New Jersey. Mm. So that's what I think I'm leaning towards. I don't want to say anything officially yet just because, you know, don't want to jinx it. But (laughs) um, you may be seeing a Facebook post from me super excited announcing that I'm now working for. So I got an offer for NBC Universal working for CNBC um, in their office in New York, New Jersey. And I think I'm going to be accepting that. Awesome. That's what I'm looking forward to. Um, it's really exciting because it's in a big city. Um, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to meet different people and, you know, learn more about journalism and kind of become a better journalist. Um, right. So I'm hoping it leads to something awesome. So we'll see. That's awesome. And um, is there anything else that you would like to add um, about the Mizzou 39 Award or about TRIO or really anything in general? Sure. I'll say about TRIO. Um, mm-hmm. TRIO is one of the best organizations on this campus, and I truly mean that. Just because when I look back on my freshman and sophomore years, TRIO was a large part in some of the success I had. Um, the TRIO coordinator, Vicki Boyd, that is someone who I, I'm a semester ahead in my program. That's all Vicki. Um, she came in when I came to her office for orientation. She said, listen, I think you could do it. You have to double up on classes your first semester. But if you do, you will be a semester ahead and everything, every other semester you're here will be easy. And I did that. Um, and that's made my life a boat ton easier. I've been able to do study abroad trips. I've been able to have more flexibility. I've been able to pick up some minors. Um, and I feel that trio advisors, they tend to care more about their students. Not that traditional advisors don't. I think they definitely do. But I think trio advisors kind of understand um, that some students come in struggling. We all face different barriers and they kind of give you a little bit more attention and care. And Vicki did that for me. Yeah. Um, so that alone will forever make me a fan of trio. I also think trio offers a lot that people don't take advantage of. Like I said earlier, I was a big fan of tutoring. I went to tutoring. I was there all the time. And that was something that was only eligible for TRIO students. Um, I had a math tutor. I had an econ tutor. I had a Spanish tutor. Like, listen, any class I struggled in that I could get a tutor in, I got a tutor. And that was just TRIO. Um, And TRIO also connects me with all of those resources. So TRIO truly is a fantastic organization. And I hope people know that if they hope to strive for academic excellence or service or leadership or whatever else Mizzou 39 kind of ranks off of, um, I think TRIO is a cool way to get there. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Of course.
All right, today we have with us Denasia Phillips. Denasia, thank you so much for joining me. No problem. All right, so why don't we start off by you telling me a little bit about yourself. So my name is Denasia Phillips. Um, a lot of my friends call me D. I'm a senior here at Mizzou studying journalism with a double minor in business and sociology. Um, I found myself here at Mizzou because of the journalism school. I'm from a small town, um, probably like an hour and 45 minutes outside of Chicago called Sterling, Illinois. And I come from like a senior graduating class of like 200 students. Um, so coming to Mizzou was kind of a shock because it's a bigger institution and plus I knew I wanted to do journalism, but in my high school, all we had was like newspaper, um, yearbook, and when I first stepped foot into the J school, I realized there was over 30 different branches of journalism, so that was kind of overwhelming, um, but I kind of made my mark and started getting involved in organizations such as NABJ, National Association of Black Journalists, and um, the Legion of Black Collegians here on campus as well. And I started to build a really good network of mentors and just other students who helped me plant my feet here on the ground. Um, so I really credit Mizzou for like helping me get involved and um, just putting myself out there to help me build a sense of community here at Mizzou. But aside from that, another thing about me is that I am the oldest of three. I um, am a first-generation student as well, so that was something that I had to get used to being here on campus because a lot of the things that I was unaware about, um, I had to kind of resort to asking my advisors or like my mentors. Um, and huge shout out to my parents for just having like the diligence and like the like the want and desire to send me off to college because that was something that I aspire to do. Um, but kind of learning the ropes, a lot of that came from the instillment of my mentors and my advisors here on campus. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so the Mizzou 39 Award, it's based on academic achievement, leadership, and service. So how do you feel you've emulated these pillars um, within the things that you've been involved in or maybe not the things that you've been involved in, like just individually? Mm -hmm. um, so starting off with leadership, that's top of mind for me. So as I had mentioned, like when I first got on campus, I was kind of hesitant. I'm like, whoa, here I am, small town girl at a huge institution. How do I make my mark? And my first thing was, you know, in high school, I was such a social butterfly. I found my sense of community and my friends through the organizations I was involved in. Um, and in high school, it's so easy to be involved in like five plus organizations, but I found out quickly in college that's a lot different. So here I am at um, career fairs and just at involvement fairs, stopping at every single table, putting my email down at every single listserv list. And it, during freshman year, I think I had signed up for over like 10 organizations. Wow. I went to like all the informational meetings for all of them. And then I quickly realized, okay, whoa, this is a lot. My freshman year schedule is picking up. You need to like pick and choose um, which organizations you want to dedicate your time and energy and effort to. Um, and those ended up being, like I mentioned, LBC, Legion of Black Allegiance, and National Association of Black Journalists. Um, and specifically speaking, my freshman year, I had a leadership position in Freshman Action Team, which is kind of a sub-organization underneath Legion of Black Legions, which is dedicated to freshmen. Um, so I served as the president of that organization with my main duty to be um, to pretty much recruit freshmen into the organization um, and kind of build that sense of community here on campus because we're all freshmen. A lot of us were first-generation students, um, so just 
allowing us to get together weekly um, and discuss, you know, what are some similar issues we're having on campus, what are some new things we're involved in, and really just like hanging out with each other and building that network just within our freshman class. So that was one thing. Um, and then also I can talk a little bit about um, my service. So just this past year, my junior year, an organization that I didn't mention is Mizzou Alternative Breaks. Um, so that's when I really started to put a lot of time and focus on service um, was within this specific organization. So my first trip, my winter trip, my, what was this, first semester junior year, I went to um, Detroit, Michigan, and I served on a youth uh, empowerment trip. Um, so it was me and I believe like 10 other girls who attended this trip, and it was a winter trip, so it was about a week and a half long, I believe. Um, and in our basically our duty and like what we, our main initiative behind this trip was going to these lower income communities in Detroit, Michigan, and serving these children in their public schools. And being there and actually serving to a community that I had no prior knowledge about was something that was remarkable. Like I can't even put into words how much I took out of that just week and a half long service trip. Um, and still to this day, I can like stand here and say that I just want to give back more and more and more to especially students of color in these low income families and coming from these public schools who don't have that those many resources that I had when I was a kid right. growing up in public schools. Um, so it was really mind blowing just kind of seeing, you know, they're taking away science courses. A lot of them took away their art classes just because lack of funding and just because of downsizing within the schools. So um, that was some service I did um, to kind of like, you know, that I could relate to me emulating into that leader and that service leader at that that I am today. And then a most recent MAB trip that I went on to was to Bluff, Utah, where I served in the ind indigenous community in Bluff. Mm -hmm. um, and that was extremely eye-opening because a lot of students, um, regardless of background, race, gender, um, etc., we don't often pay a lot of mind to the indigenous community. Um, it's kind of something that's like shadowed off in the background. So actually being there also for like a week and a half long um, with a group of Mizzou students and being able to serve in their elementary school and also getting some time to talk to individuals from the um, Navajo reservations was really inspiring to me because I got to hear from them and some struggles that they deal with on the daily um, and just kind of their, their perception of us as um, American individuals who are here at institutions um, and who kind of have a different way of life than they do. But also I could draw some similarities, some similarities from me coming from a diverse background like them. So I think I've been able to touch a lot of different aspects of Mizzou throughout my time here. Um, and everything has meant so much to me. Um, but I really strive to do all I can to make sure that I'm emulating those pillars, um, but also to practice what I preach because I think, you know, I, it, Anyone can sit here and say, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a leader, I'm involved in service, I love the community, but it really takes someone who's, like, serious and dedicated to actually give that time and energy into those um, different sectors. Mm -hmm. That sounds really incredible, just yeah, all that you do on campus. You. That's amazing. Um, so before receiving the award, did you ever think you would get rec recognition for all that you do on here on campus? Um, and is it something that you were, like, intentionally working towards, or was it kind of more of a surprise? Honestly, okay, so I had seen it in the past, um, my friends who had got honored for their achievements through Mizzou 39, and from the get-go, I was kind of like, what is Mizzou 39? Like, I feel like it's such a prestigious, like, accomplishment, and it's just like another accolade, but I was like, what exactly is it? So I tried to do some research on, like, the meaning behind it, the history behind it, um, but then I learned of... 
I mean, essentially the prestige behind it. And I kind of learned of like the seriousness behind it and how it is that type of accomplishment that is given to those students who like seriously emulate those pillars of Mizzou. Um, and so kind of like looking back at those who I knew had received the award instantly, I was like, oh, like they're so deserving. Like, oh, okay. Like I see why they got this. Or I saw them like on this service trip. I know that they're the leader of like this many organizations that totally makes sense. Um, so from the jump, I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't in my calendar like months prior and I wasn't like, okay, on this day I'm going to apply. It was kind of one of those things where I was like hesitant because, you know, as a student of color and just as a woman at that, I was thinking, okay, I don't really know. I'm going to apply, but at the same time, there's no urge to apply because I did kind of have like some sense of doubt, if we're being honest, because um, I don't know, I just didn't see myself as being a recipient of that award. Um, and I knew I had like, made my mark on campus and I was involved in the community and I was involved on campus. But at the end of the day, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm just going to go into it very like blindsided. I'm going to apply and just kind of cross my fingers and wish for the best. Um, and I'm lucky. I'm glad that I applied because at the end of the day I was selected and it was a shock to me because I had no clue that like I would even make it through the interview rounds and all that, all of that stuff following. But, um, Huge shout out to like my mentors and those who kind of molded me into the person I am today to allow me to, one, take the initiative and apply for something like this, but two, be able to um, speak like on myself and my accomplishments here at Mizzou confidently and in a way that shows like my, my overall characteristics as a leader. Right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, so what are your plans for after graduating Mizzou? Ooh, the question I have been asked like multiple times like this past <laughs> month. Um, so with it being, whoa, it's April already. That's crazy. Okay, so I had applied for this program that I got into last summer, and it's called MAPE, and it's an acronym, so Multicultural Advertising Internship Program. And um, essentially that is open to juniors and graduating seniors at their institutions, um, specifically speaking within the journalism field, advertising, marketing, business, digital media, all that stuff. Um, so I had found out about this opportunity through my mentor um, this past year, this past school year. And a lot of people within NABJ apply for this. So like once you hit your junior year, it's just kind of on your calendar. You kind of know there's like buzz going around when applications drop. And then from there, it's up to you to apply, get your letter of recommendations in, um, get all of your application components finished, and then submit your application, which goes through like I don't even know, like probably a month long review process until you're notified back to see if you made it um, to the next round. So essentially what MAPE is, it's a foundation and it was created to pretty much put more students and young professionals of color at the table in these like high end um, professional industries and advertising um, industries. So I was like, okay, this is me. Like, this is what I want to do. So I don't know if I mentioned this, but within journalism, I am taking the strategic communication route. So that's more on the advertising side. Some would say it's more on the business side of journalism. Um, so that is what I'm doing. So for me, my main interest is advertising, specifically speaking on like the social media content side of things, like the digital media side. Um, so that is what I was able to do this last summer. So I got selected as a MAPE recipient. They provide your housing and like your travel to whatever location that you are selected for. Um, so you get on one day and there's a portal and it says, congrats, you have been selected as a MAPE intern. Here is where you will be interning. So they assign you an internship. Um, and then from there, I think you have like probably 
like 24 hours to accept that internship. Oh, wow. um, so it's kind of slow. We got to weigh the pros and cons. You got to weigh, you know, do I want to do this? Am I going to just go ahead and take the leap of faith and whatsoever? So I went ahead and did that last year. I was placed in Atlanta, Georgia, which I was super excited about because I wanted to be there. Um, and I interned at a digital advertising agency called Moxie. Um, and on day one, I was immediately, I fell in love. I was like, this is amazing. Like I got to meet all the other interns and it was super diverse. A lot of them also practiced what they preach. And that was one thing going into it. I, you know, being involved in these organizations where we are constantly working as advocates to like better campus climate in terms of like racial um, issues and just, you know, making sure that everything is inclusive. That was my biggest um, kind of hesitation going into it. I'm like, okay, I'm going into corporate America. Like, how is this going to all pan out? But fortunately, it was all a great success. I got a manager um, that also kind of served as my mentor throughout. So she kind of gave me tips and tricks on how to basically excel throughout my senior year, but also during um, like in the moment during my internship. So I served as a strategy intern. And I say all this to say, I'm giving you the, the rundown because, mm -hmm. again, this year I had applied for that same program. And this time around, it's um, – so essentially it's like a fellowship. So prior okay. or after graduation, I will be going to New York City um, interning at an agency called FCB Health. And I'll be working in their um, production integration program or, I guess, department. And within this department, it is kind of a mix, like a hybrid mix between project management and strategy. And strategy is what I did this past summer at my internship. Um, so it's a lot of like research and really like analytical, critical thinking that goes into um, someone who is deciding to do strategy. Um, but they're the person, if you know, you see commercials, you see campaigns, they are the strategic mind behind all of that. Like figuring out, okay, what audience are you serving? Who are you talking to? How are you going to get this message across to them in these um, certain communication techniques? So that's what I did this past summer. And this summer, I'll be doing something similar, but more with a tie into project management as well. So I'm excited, but at the same time, New York is a beast. So yeah. it's like... I'm going to try to do everything I can to conquer that city in the time that I have. But um, it is a fellowship, so it will end towards the end of the summer. Um, and so fingers crossed that, you know, I make my mark on day one and, like, I end up getting a full-time job from there. Um, but I made a good impression, a really good impression this past summer in Atlanta. So the hope is that I do the same thing here um, as a graduating uh, student in um, New York. So that's that's essentially my plans. That's what I plan on doing prior or after graduation. Yeah. That mm -hmm. sounds like an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Awesome. So uh, is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, I do want to add a shout out to my, um, well, my, she was my pre-journalism advisor. Um, but Vicky, shout out to you, girl. Um, I don't know. I just have so much to say about Vicky. She's just always just like, a light of just like joy like every time I see her she's always like Tanisha like she will stop like she'll stop what she's doing stop in her tracks and just scurry over to me and like give me a hug ask me how my day is and I have I met Vicky during summer welcome so the fact that like oh. I can still sit here as a graduating senior and say like oh Vicky's my girl shout out to her and she's just always like had my best interest in mind um and I wouldn't be half the person I am today without her care and like her constant just like She's always pouring into me, always wondering, you know, what are you know, what are you up to? What internships do you have lined up? And it means a lot to have someone, especially um, someone that's kind of like behind the scenes, making sure that like students are set up for success. I think that's 
mentors and like advisors and counselors and just all of those who have that duty of setting students up for success they don't always get the appreciation that they deserve when that student graduates but a lot of times their contributions is what made that student graduate or what helped that student graduate um so it's crazy because it's like it's so surreal now i have i graduate may 17th so i have like a few i don't even know like four or five weeks until graduation um, and yeah, so like I'm in this like phase of reflection, just kind of like, you know, really thinking those who like got me here to where I am today, because being first generation, like I said, it has been a very long road. And especially like being in the J school, shout out to them too, like my mentors and professors in the J school who have helped me just, you know, if there, if there, if there was ever something that I wasn't understanding or if there was ever a moment where I felt like, oh my gosh, like, you know, they, they told me this is like the world's best journalism school. They didn't lie. It is challenging. But I've always felt that extra push and nudge to keep going because they do make sure, especially within the network, within NABJ, they are going to make sure that you are understanding and doing all you can to be able to like leave Mizzou and say, I feel like I am polished and I feel like I can take on anything that's thrown at me. So just a few shout outs for the, to those who have like made me who I am today. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. At this time, I'd like to add a brief overview of the recent accomplishments of another Mizzou 39 recipient and TRIO student, Tiana Bass. Bass, a textile and apparel management major, has upheld the three pillars of academic achievement, leadership, and service through her business, Sweet Tea Cosmetics. Bass became the founder and CEO of Sweet Tea Cosmetics during her sophomore year here at Mizzou and has run it ever since. Besides being one of the distinguished Mizzou 39, Bass has also made strides in the business world. Coming in second place at the Entrepreneur Quest Student Accelerator Competition, she was awarded $10,000 for her business. Along with that, she has also managed to make the Dean's List and was granted one of the Missouri Student Union's U.S. Bank Entrepreneurial Scholarships. On behalf of all TRIO students and staff, congratulations to Tiana Bass and the other recipients of the Mizzou 39. Thank you for being a part and representing TRIO in the best light.